4: Thank <laughs> you.
6: Well, there's the start of a new week. You're watching The Pulse on the Joy News Channel. This afternoon, we bring you part two in a latest of our series on the hotline documentary A Nation That Begs. We tell you how Ghana moved from being... A hero to zero uh, less than 10 years after becoming a trailblazer in the euro bond market. It's all coming up here on the polls. We also get to hear from Deputy Finance Minister Mona Kwati on her thoughts as far as the assurances from governments coming through that the economic recovery. Program is on track. Uh, also, coming up in this package, candidates continue to file nominations for the new patriotic party's flag bearership contest between 10 individuals. We're live at the headquarters of the new patriotic party with all the updates, plus, find out why uh, one of them was turned away today. That's all coming up, and also we're looking at the floods of Trauma, a special report on the issue of perennial flooding here in the capital, Accra.
5: Another big problem is that of poor drainage in our towns and cities, which leads to flooding during the rainy season. It is time to deal with these long-term problems and find long-lasting solutions. And we're doing just that.
6: We we'll talk about the floods and more here on The Pulse. Be my guest. John us is independent, fearless and credible. And bless us when we are back in the chiffy. Please stay Well this afternoon the economy is already back on track just month. Well this afternoon the economy is already back on track just months.
7: And this is a policy by government which was deluded with a lot of assurances from the government that he is doing this exercise to protect with the depositors we the investors and it's going to protect our investments
6: and our... On the horizon this afternoon, we put uh, that to scrutiny and also hear from uh, former Deputy Finance Minister Monacote. But first though, an inside documentary. The
8: only option was for Ghana to turn to the IMF for a bailout package. <laughs> Professor Boping sounded the alarm bells. He said going to the IMF was inescapable.
4: I personally don't think that um, the IMF is a long-term solution to our problems. And the reason I say so is that we've been there 16, 17 times. Is that okay? And practically every three years and some few months, we've had to go to the IMF and all of that. But as we always say, what takes us to the IMF has to do with the fundamentals. And as we we sit right now, everything points to that the calls to register for an IMF bailout became intense.
9: After seeing Article 4, after seeing the COVID report, Article 4 2019 and the COVID report, and seeing the fiscal gap which is there, that was when I expressed the view that maybe it's time for us to go, that's how far back to go to the fund, because it's not just about COVID. But we got all the COVID money, as I said already, and we could have used it to make a correction. Because the COVID money we got for ECF was thirteen or so, you know, million US dollars. Here you talk about six billion. Why was it not sufficient to do the correction? Something fundamentally wrong.
8: Government's position was very simple. No IMF program There has so much hope in using domestic means to turn the nation's economic fortunes around.
10: We are not going to the IMF. Whatever we do, we are not. The consequences are there. We are a proud nation. We have the resources. We have the capacity. Don't let anybody
8: tell you. In the raging storm, finance minister, Ken Oforiata, was insistent that government wouldn't subscribe to an IMF program.
4: If because of political pride and the rest of them we don't want to go, that is a different thing altogether. It should not be our first resort. But we have not demonstrated that on our own, we'll be able to impose a fiscal consolidation that would elicit the appropriate response from duty bearers as perhaps we have seen in 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 our relationship with the fund if we could do that why not for 60 something years of independence we can't go into the imf anytime we go to the imf i feel that we we, i i feel we've lost something right as, as a sovereign country and the rest of them but IMF doesn't impose itself on any country through countries own actions and inactions mismanagement of the economy and the rest of them takes them to to the IMF so if we arrive at that point where homegrown solution has probably failed to 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 get at the same result we'll do that I believe that in 2014 when the government made a call to the IMF, it wasn't because it was their first resort, right? Yeah, the fundamentals they take so.
9: My position has always been once the government, on our behalf, whether I like it or not, since we are not going to the IMF, then my position changed. Then show us the alternative.
11: I'm the going save us, right? Because we've done IMF 16 times, getting 17 times now. We, are, we were on an IMF program for the best part of this government until recently, right? Up to the end of 2018, this government was in an IMF program. The good thing though, in that respect, is that it does show that being an IMF program imposes more discipline. Because this government itself argues that all the way until early 2019, they were doing brilliant. What that means is that they were doing brilliant during the IMF program. That's an important point. So to make the case as if IMF is a problem, is strange. If you did IMF from 2017 all the way to uh, December, end of December 2018, and the economy was doing well as per your own analysis, then what is the argument anymore about IMF being a poison or a toxic element that you need to avoid? The government's attitude tends to be that, oh, we don't need IMF because IMF is bad, in a way. They don't say it directly, but it implies that it's bad. And I'm arguing that from 2017 January, when they came into power, to 2018 December, that's two years, they were running an IMF program now when you ask them about their financial track record and their performance the government likes to say that we want to covet it we're doing brilliant and i'm saying that if that track record is one we are so proud of you did that underline the program
8: despite government's insistence the honorary vice president of imani africa bright simmons was hopeful Government's best bet was seeking an IMF support. But beyond the political ego, was there any historical experience preventing government from approaching the IMF for liquidity support? During twenty
11: eighteen, when you had an IMF program, you were going at eight point three percent, right? You were doing fantastically well on inflation. Exchange rate was stable, right? We did not see massive unemployment based on some IMF restrictions or whatever it is that you've been calling it. You did the IMF for two years. We know these are some of the reasons why you don't like the IMF. In April 2018, the government was forced to acknowledge that it lied to the IMF about its external arrest and was forced to apologize. Right? You have to write to the managing director of the IMF and apologize that somehow you forgot whatever somebody, some data was not there, blah, blah, blah. blah. Of course, that is why that extra discipline, that extra scrutiny may not be something that is to your liking, but we have to look beyond your ego and think about a country. Yes, the other will insist that you disclose the data. You will not be able to play the games that you play with us here, where you say something, where is the data, you refuse to disclose the data. They will insist. So that might not be very pleasant for managers in the government, but that does not mean that it is against the national interest. We should distinguish between IMF program elements that may not benefit Ghana, of which nowadays there are not that many because you yourself have to come up with a proposal and you yourself have to negotiate it. And then IMF program elements that may not benefit the government ministers and officials that may be responsible for designing and implementing it. I think the two are not on the same scale. And while the IMF will not transform Ghana, while the IMF will not change Ghana's fortunes dramatically, our argument is that no from the things that's already happening.
6: Well, so that's what you should be expecting later tonight when the full um, documentary, The Nation At Begs, uh, is um, at exactly 8.30 p.m. here on the Joining News channel and available on all of our social media platform. Uh, joining us uh, for a conversation on this, uh, we have Isaac Fierge himself who produced that documentary. We're also uh, fortunate to have uh, the former... Uh, Deputy Finance uh, Minister Mona Korte joining us. Hello. Thank you for spending some time with us. Uh, Let's start off uh, with Isaac who's here with us because Isaac, you've been looking at the Mm -hmm. data. The Finance Minister has also been speaking about this whole uh, IMF um, conditionality and the program itself. So walk us through some of the key um, items the Finance Minister is pointing to and let's situate that in uh, this very documentary that you've put
12: together. So the Finance Finance minister's message was very simple. That even with this three billion IMF bailout uh, program that we are running, it is to supposed to support government's own domestic program. So what they call the PCPEG, the post COVID you know, economic recovery program. And if you look at what the finance minister has been saying, uh, it simply tells you that. If you look at the debt restructuring that we did both at the domestic and external, external we are still in talks uh, with our creditors. Uh, But if you look at the domestic level, we said bingo, it was successful at 85%. But Per, what we are reading from the finance minister's statement and his engagement with the media yesterday, you can have a sense or a feeling that Government will still go ahead to engage other creditors in the domestic space. So a second yes. debt restructuring would they, may, may take place. May, maybe in the they, will, days. they will not term it that way. Right. But if you've already said something successful and you're coming back to engage other people, right. then we probably will term it as you know a second debt restructuring, whatsoever they would want to call it. Right. But as we speak, you know, government wants to go to the negotiation table. Uh, with some, you know, groups, first one is organized labor. Why? Because organized labor in the first exchange program, they were given complete exemption. Now, government is saying, come back to the negotiation table for fresh stocks. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to help government to attain that, you know, uh, 55% debt-to-GDP ratio they want to achieve by, in the medium term. They feel, if you know, organized labor is not on board, it will be so difficult... To reach this, IPPs have been also asked to come back to the negotiation table for fresh stocks. Why? Because if you look at mm-hmm. external creditors who came to invest about 1.6 billion in mm-hmm. our economy, we actually restructured those external people, They right. debt as part of the domestic bonds. Mm-hmm. And you are looking at Eurobond markets. You know the debt that we owe the eurobond markets are mostly pension funds. Mm. So if you are going there to restructure pension funds in the eurobond market, then you must. Start to- and, and in fact, I, I, what, what's more striking
6: to me is the fact that we may have to go back to this topic about the pension bond holders mm. because it's
12: not out yet. They are not out of the woods. They are not. They are not. But you know, you were given complete exemption, and now <laughs> you are being asked to come back. I spoke to Abraham Compson, the Federation Secretary, and says that government really wanted to do this in April, but because of the May Day celebration and all, that they couldn't go to the table uh, for fresh stuff. Government surely will place the call, and they are certain that when government Mm -hmm. plays the call, yeah, we'll, uh, Isaac, we'll, we'll talk about what's likely to
6: happen tonight when we watch the nation that begs. But I want to bring in uh, Mona Kote, who's also been listening into the conversation. Honourable, um, first of all, your thoughts on this fear that we may have to do a second round of uh, internal or domestic debt restructuring? Are you, first of all, surprised about the development?
13: Thank you very much, Blessed. Good afternoon yourself and to your listeners. Um, No, I'm not surprised at what Isaac has just referred to. I'd like to just put our conversation in context. So we know that last week the IMF staff were here, and they had a lot of conversations with the members of the Ministry of Staff and government. And their assessment, as they said, pointed to some positive signs of stability with, as we all know, some tailwinds that have come natural resource prices going in the right direction. We've seen Brent crude and WTI prices, oil prices, stay below $80 per barrel. We've seen gold price do very well, closer to $2,000 um, than 1900 per ounce. So in terms of our receipts on natural resource, we continue to do well. We've seen fewer prices go down. We also saw the front loading of some of the that the IMF had asked government to make, especially in the area of tax reform. So we saw new taxes come, kick in, in terms of revenue administration, which was another strong area. We saw uh, work on that beginning. We've started to see, um, for example, property rates being actively collected by GRA, or let me even say at least bills going out. So we'll see how the collection also goes. So um, we are seeing new tax policies, as we've said. In terms of the foreign debt restructuring, I'm not even quite sure if that is completely concluded. Maybe Isaac can speak to that. But from what I gather, it is close to conclusion, but not totally concluded. And that uh, gives assurance to the IMF to give us, um, as it were, the drugs that we need to stay in intensive care. Then on the domestic front, which you asked me about now, Um, I believe that negotiations are still ongoing. I don't know that we are close to the end of that at all because what is on the table now still does not sound like what pensioners especially will accept and what uh, labor will accept. So I believe that that is a work in progress. And in as much as the the government is caught between the level and the blue sea, they will have to make some compromises. They cannot continue to dip into a market and then make bondholders and bill holders unhappy. I mean, we've talked about treasury bills that uh, went on auction recently, and we saw that we now have an inverted curve. Uh, where the uh, sh- shorter dated bills have a much higher interest rate than the longer dated bonds. That is a signal to government that they need to do much better. They cannot continue to talk about haircuts and on interest and even change of maturity you know that kind of credibility is gone between an issuer and an issuee so that has to be resolved mm. therefore i believe that there are still issues to do with debt service sustainability which for the imf is a big issue and also for those of us who hold treasury bills and bonds mm. is an issue if you want right. to just
6: in fact the target that government set Itself um, was short of the IMF expectations. We're hovering somewhere around, mm-hmm. around 97 billion, Isaac, yeah. correct? 97 yeah, billion. That, that's what we're working with. Uh, but it's now, yeah, not, it's yeah, now clear not, that we're, not, we're, not, we're nowhere thing. close to that. Uh, I mean, first of all, what does this point to for you? Uh, for some, and the experts have raised the issue about uh, transparency on the part of government in terms of reporting economic figures. That is also beginning to come up in this whole conversation.
13: So, Blessed, um, first of all, what I'd like to say is that, I mean, for those of us who have been in those offices before, we knew that it was time to go to the IMF. And that is because we were in a rabbit hole and we needed to dig ourselves out of that hole. We've been in that hole several times. So this will be the, seventh th- the 17th time, I'm sorry, that we found ourselves in this rabbit hole as a nation because we have problems with our fundamentals, our fundamental economic structure. We have problems with that. So with all that has gone on and the unfortunate reckless management of our economy over the last five or so years, we are now in a rabbit hole that we are finding very difficult to even come to the zero mark to the top. And the IMF has told us upfront what we need to do. We are struggling to do it and to get there. Yet I continue to hear the economic management team and the Ministry of Finance including the minister himself praising themselves and saying they've done well i'm not sure what it is that they've done well it's work in progress and we are all praying for them that they will be able to get to that zero level where the imf is planning to take them over the next three years get to that zero level so that as a nation we can look forward to a bright um future bright golden future so at this point, really they still have some conditionalities to meet in order to get the other tranches of the three billion that they're oh. expecting. You know we already got six hundred million. Right. There are other tranches that are yet to come and there are still milestones to be met in order to get it. So there is a lot of work to be done, and I don't think it's time to pat ourselves on the back at the moment. This is the time to work hard to get to the zero level once we are at the zero level we can start looking at planning for what is next in fact we should have planned for that already what is next what does ghana need next mm. so my direct answer to you blessed is that there is a lot of work ahead of us until we get the liquidity that we need the total 3 billion and remember it's a loan that has to be repaid and the imf is making sure that by the time we get to that zero level, we are able to repay that loan and any other loans that we would have taken out. Mm. It's not free money at all. In fact, it's, it's uh, if, yeah, in
6: fact, the finance minister points to some six point two uh, million uh, billion that we're expecting uh, from our international uh, partners. We'll, we'll talk about that in detail. While at that, the president has also been speaking this morning. He's uh, rather taking on the international ratings agencies. I, I just want us to listen to him briefly, and then we open up that leg of the conversation.
5: And I can comfortably and convincingly say this. As the AU champion for African financial institutions and leader of a country which recently had to deal with one of the most difficult periods in its post-independent history. They-
2: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?
5: by the reckless behavior of rating agencies that engage in pro-cyclical downgrades, shutting Ghana out of capital markets, and turning a liquidity crisis into a solvency crisis. Afri-Exim Bank, under its counter-cyclical response mechanism, provided timely support to help Ghana navigate the macroeconomic management challenges worsened by Russia's war of aggression in Ukraine in an orderly manner, when suddenly we realized we were alone. The country which had become, quote, the favorite child of bondholders and had successfully gone to market at the height of the pre-COVID-19 downturn was suddenly shut out of international capital markets. It is often said, that you know who is truly your friend when you are in trouble, and as rightly stated by Dr. Martin Luther King in that often cited quote, in the end, we will remember, not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends, unquote. When you are dealing with powerful international financial institutions, it is important to have your own powerful financial institutions. It is so important and significant that I am here today, just a few months after that liquidity crisis, hosting the 30th anniversary celebration of Afri Bank. What I have just said about the great relationship between afro Bank and Ghana, most of my colleagues in this room, and across the continent, and the Caribbean, could say the same thing.
6: Also, well, that's President Akufado uh, speaking at the annual meetings of the African Bank, which is underway here in Accra. In fact, uh, I was in that call when the President was making that statement. And I'm just wondering why the President will decide to go on a warpath uh, with the international ratings. ratings agencies. And in fact, we'll take the thoughts of uh, Monaco shortly. But, Isaac, help us with the trend. Since 2022, we've seen that downward yeah. trend, the international ratings agency not, not being too
12: favorable. Yeah with uh, a country that used to be the poster boy if you want to call it that in way. the Eurobond market. <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised because mm-hmm. in 2021 when we became the trailblazers in right. the Eurobond market. And I, love, I I love the description yes, from the president right yes, darling way. boys. Yes. It was these same ratings agencies that mm-hmm. gave us those positive outlook. And that's all the creditors wanted to lend to us even at 0%. And so if at this point we are in a different situation and they are using those same methodologies and they are giving us downgrades because of what is happening. I, I simply don't understand why the president has a problem with the ratings agencies. Maybe he has his own data, he has his own facts. But for instance, As,
6: let's take a look at
12: is it Fitch, for instance? Fitch, yeah. I mean, very, very, very consistent you know, it was, ratings for us. It was, it was in only 2022 right. that governments suffered about 11 downgrades. Mm-hmm. From Fitch, Moody's, S&P's, downgrade kept hitting us in the face mm. continuously. And at a point where even in Audi have never seen Ghana in you know restricted default position before. Like, junk, 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 junk. Mm. That was in 2022. And that's why you're putting up a nation that begs. In fact, uh, let's not take the
6: detail out uh, for those who would be watching later this evening at 8.30 p.m. But Mona, your take on what the president has just put This is his beef with the international ratings agencies and how unfair they've been to us. Will will the standards change, by the way, if we opt for an African led ratings agency?
13: Uh, I think Isaac has said it all, but um, coming from a finance background, let me just put one thing on. No matter where you borrow from, okay, the lender will have an economic make model, a financial model that they run, and they will look at their credit factors and decide, you know, on borough you are you are and lending to you. you credit agencies who will speak to some of the issues that you as a borrower have in your economic space. And that also helps the lenders in you know managing their the, the amounts that they give to you. So the credit agencies are a necessary part of the Mm. lending business to sovereigns and other corporates. Therefore, we don't um, only say they are good when they give us a good rating and then get upset with them when they don't. When I was in office, there were times when they gave us good ratings. Sometimes they downgraded us. But what it did was it gave us feedback on what to work on and what to make better in order that we can get better prices for what do we borrow, and also how to be debt sustainable and how to best service our debt. So I think that we should take the feedback from credit agencies in good faith rather than the way that it was done. I think you and I both know who the reckless managers have been and definitely not the credit agencies. Um, Blessed, I want to say one thing now, just in case I'm not able to say much before the end. What is very important for us now? What is our next step? At the end of this three-year program, we should be at a stage where we know exactly how we want to transform our economy. We need a deep structural transformation of our economy. How do we do this? We need to pivot clearly from being a natural resource supplier into the international market to becoming one that adds value and one that also ensures food security at home, use of what we produce, and sale of what we have in excess to have cash, liquidity, which is one of the issues we are having now. As simple as this may sound, it is difficult to implement, and we appreciate that. We've been in office before. The idea is to gain wisdom from counsel. And I think it's time for our managers of the economy to, to have a consensus from all, like the way we had when, when we met, you know, we had the, the meetings in Akosombo and so forth, and invited all of them. And to come up with a plan that will take Ghana from the next three years, when we are now at ground zero, to the next level of our transformation. We can no longer be the Ghana of 1957. We have to be the Ghana of of 2026 or 2027 when we finish this program so that we can be stronger. The program is always there, the IMF program, is always there for us to go to. But we must go stronger this time. It's a pity that this time, different from 2015, we are going so, but for me, it does not matter. It is how we rise. So I think that is what is important mm. now. We okay. need people from here and right. transform into a
6: stronger country. As we wrap up, your expectation ahead of uh, a nation that begs, but too, of course, we saw your boss Septek uh, featuring in that uh, documentary. Your expectations, and also as we wrap up, can we uh, going forward sustain our economic recovery in a way that uh, will pull us completely away uh, from running austerity plans in the future?
13: Yes. I'll answer your last question first. Yes, we can sustain our recovery from 2026, 27 onwards with a new economic management team. Definitely not with this one. Yes, um, zero, heroes to zero. That tells a sad story about Ghana. We've had so many opportunities to do well. You heard Seth and other ministers speak. One of the things Seth talked about was the fact that we had talked about going to the IMF already um, this Economic team of economic managers didn't think so. Last minute, they changed their minds and went. That's fine. It's good. What is worrying is how all our financial buffers have been eroded. I mean, we had uh, debt reserve accounts. We had so many accounts set up. The energy sector levy that we were collecting, and it was doing well in paying down um, debts within the energy sector, was all eroded. It was even collateralized and borrowed against. Where are all those monies? The COVID monies that came in, still not accounted for. I think we need to hold these economic managers, the current ones, accountable so that even as we go through the program, we'll come out stronger. So I do see that we could come out stronger, able to sustain our debt levels, able to uh, keep our budget deficit low, not maybe not at zero, but bring it down and grow the real sector of this economy, Ghana can do well depending on the economic managers that we have. Okay, so we'll,
6: is, we'll subject uh, that to the 2024 elections, but for now, we're grateful that you're spending some time with us uh, and thank you for joining us. Thank you. And that's uh, Mona Kochi, uh, a former deputy finance minister, joining us uh, here on the pulse as we wrap up. Um, Isaac, what are we to expect tonight?
12: Well, so tonight is the part two of a nation that begs. We've already spoken about it from hero to zero. So we are telling you how Ghana became that darling boy that President Akufo-Addo was talking about in the Eurobond market to a point where we had to beg other people to beg other people to forgive us of our debt. It's a three part series. We've already aired part one, the Genesis. You can go and find it and watch on our social media platform. Tonight we'll be airing the part two at eight thirty AM here. PM e. PM, sorry, on the Joy News channel. And then next week we we'll bring you the final part, which is painful haircut. Where we speak about Ghana's for debt restructuring, where people actually lost their investments. Okay, uh, I've got, I've got, I've got that going on already with the haircuts. <laughs>
6: Thank you. As uh, joining us, and you want to make time for a nation that begs later tonight to join News uh, Channel at eight thirty Yeah, Despite government's uh, many promises of uh, ensuring floods do not continue to wreak havoc uh, in flood-prone areas, some persons say uh, they live in fear. Uh, at the gathering of the rains because uh, every drop in their uh, vicinity results in flooding uh, affecting their poverty and health aside emotional trauma as well there's more in this uh, latest report by my colleague hannah odami another big
5: problem is that of poor drainage in our towns and cities which leads to flooding during the rainy season It's time to deal with these long-term problems and find long-lasting solutions and we're doing just that.
14: This sound of rain and its accompanying breeze sends many to sleep, smuggling safely and comfortably in a firm textured bed. For others, however, it is an announcement of despair these
15: days when it rains just between two to three hours then we get afraid
14: this has been irama's fear for years the gathering of the clouds does not bring she and her family any joy they rather experience fright confusion
15: and palpitation It is very painful, I must tell you how I honestly feel about this situation. When it begins to rain around 5 p.m. and continues till around 8 p.m., we all get anxious. We get scared even to put our heads on our beds. And yet, we are helpless because we seem not to have any solution. All we can do is to watch the rains drain into our rooms.
14: An occupational hygienist, Dr. Roland Srebo, Talks about the health hazards associated with the flood and dampness that Rama and others who are in similar situation are susceptible to.
9: And sometimes after the flood has receded, the the damp environment can also promote allergic reaction that can uh, easily uh, promote asthmatic attack. So in effect, these are some of the things uh, that flooding can cause. And let's not forget, malaria is also knocking uh, on our dogs after flooding, because after flooding, we realize that uh, there may be stagnant waters within our community, and this uh, can promote the breeding of mosquitoes. And we know the mosquitoes are the vectors of uh, malaria, so by so doing, uh, malaria uh, infection can increase uh, during this time of flooding.
16: But
14: Tirama, who was born in this house, cannot move out. Her source of livelihood was mainly from renting these fourteen separate room apartments to tenants. That is no longer an option because her income has greatly dwindled with no one accepting to rent a house which gets flooded every time it rains. I've
7: been here.
5: Where is that from Look behind
15: me, I have lots of empty rooms which I could have rented so I would earn some income but I cannot do so because the rainwaters come in and destroy all the property of tenants. I have two rooms with a hall I have self-contained. I have about six single rooms with each having its porch. They are all empty. Imagine how much I would have been earning from these empty rooms if I was renting them out. Yet, all these rooms are locked because of the rain. Recently, someone came to rent this particular one, but the rains destroyed all his things, so he left. It is really depressing, but there's nothing much we can do about it.
14: Erama is concerned about the hazardous impacts of the flats on her children and grandchildren, the mental torture, the inconvenience and the health
7: implications.
15: Just see these holes in the walls, we created them. So that the rain waters, which enters our rooms, can seep out through them. By the time I finished our work, I would be so tired. Sometimes, even after three days, we will still be collecting rainwater from our rooms. The rain seeps down into the ground, so each time we collect water on the surface. The ones beneath the ground then comes up. <laughs> we keep collecting, <laughs> so we don't see
14: water in. <laughs> Acknowledging that not all of Irama's concerns will be immediately addressed, Dr. Srebua believes some of these measures put in place can at least mitigate the impact of the floods
9: on their health. We need to leave our compound greened. Why am I saying that? Because it's a fashion now for people to concrete their uh, compounds. By so doing, the water does not get uh, space to drain or go into the soil. When the compounds are green and left nicely, green, they, when it rains, the, some of the water will sink down and, and, and they may prevent a lot of them going. Because when we concrete our houses, our homes, it means that the water that is coming from our home is going to add up to others, other persons owned. And at the end of the day. Uh, that is what can result in flood. And we should also try as much as possible not to build on waterway.
14: From the Kwame Kroma Circle, I am Hannah Odame for Joy News.
6: And I am Les Esogaran with you here on The Pulse on the Joy News Channel. We're taking a break, but when we return, we'll talk about the patriotic party's presidential race, which is heating up. And this afternoon, two peasants have filed their nomination papers as uh, the race gets heated. Uh, We'll get you the details plus here from some of our guests who are joining us, rank and file of the party, sharing their thoughts on the reorganization of the governing party. It's coming up here on The Pulse. Please stay with us.
7: Oh, With the Ecobank salary account You will enjoy Free life insurance oh. Free debit card Save while you spend And an amazing chance To double your salary And even more Consolation rewards In the Ecobank Double salary promo
17: Reloaded we Guy, This
7: Ecobank salary account Sounds interesting oh. What do you think? Uh, uh, yeah, but maybe next time Charlie you know what <laughs> I'd go shine my shoe hey. Yo Myself, I'd go check my BB like China,
3: <laughs> open an ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits you also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the ecobank double salary Promo reloaded from now till july 31st terms and oh conditions apply Morning,
18: and
9: enjoy, and
3: it's your life regardless oh, Supervision
8: of the National Lottery Authority under the greatest lottery platform. Back. The Pan African Bank. Smile, hmm? Look lively, okay?
4: Smile, smile. Is
8: the money too small? bad stomach ruins your day. Don't let it. Take gastro, your most effective antacid for the relief of symptoms of peptic ulcer, heartburn, gas pain, flatulence, and indigestion.
15: Hey guys, what are you waiting for? Let's go,
8: let's go. Can you bring down their smiles more? <laughs> gastro, effective relief from stomach discomfort, manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been written approved by the FD. Every young woman
19: in Ghana. Is going to be empowered enough to be the light
7: and the heart of our society.
4: I am committed to ensuring that these NGOs are supporting government efforts and not the opposite.
14: We have developed a very effective cycle of admitting and
15: rehabilitating young women in need. I want to be your I don't just want to
7: be in the program, I want to be by your side.
15: Get her ready.
8: You're saved and you're brought here to make something of yourself. Only rule is that you stay as good girls. Our investigation into goes on, organizations with be seemingly fingered. You will feel. Do you
12: know why? Because I'm
11: that we've had news file over the weekend and
9: uh, an interesting part of the conversation
4: oh no they're out of range
19: oh don't worry daddy I have Alexa back
4: Alex what
19: Alexa open multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM
3: Super Hits Radio Radio. Joy 99.7
19: listen to Joy FM and then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. On air.
14: And you're back like you never lost signal.
19: Alexa, welcome to Multimedia.
6: Welcome back, to are watching The Journey Channel. This is The polls. This afternoon, two persons have filed their nomination papers as the New Patriotic Party's presidential race. up. Uh, former Minister for Agriculture, uh, Dr. Ifriya Kutu, and former Energy Minister Buanchi Jaku successfully filed their nominations today uh, to bring to the number four. Uh, of the candidates who have already submitted their forms. Former Trade uh, Industry Minister Alan Kujicharanti is in the race. Uh, we have uh, Vice President Dr. Mahmoud, who was the second uh, to foul uh, last weekend. As you may know, 10 persons actually picked up the forms to contest uh, for the flag-bearership race of the party. But is the vice-president, uh, likely to abuse incumbency, as some are already raising, and that's a question that we'll be seeking some answers to later on the show. Uh, earlier, though, um, of course, one aspirant uh, was turned away by the elections uh, committee. Uh, that's, uh, of course, uh, the man that we're referring to who's been in for a very, very long long time. Uh, But uh, it's unfortunate that he's being turned away. We understand a number of the issues with Mr. Aparaku's forms uh, are being reformed. So let's get uh, some update briefly before I get to you with my guest. Samuel Mbura uh, is at the headquarters of the New Patriotic Party joining us uh, right now. Uh, Sami, what what transpired earlier today and what can you report about this uh, ongoing filing of nominations and why was uh, Mr. Aparaku turned away?
7: Right, so today we've had three aspirants filing their nominations. Uh, they include the former energy minister, Boache Jaco, We also had the former uh, minister for food and agriculture, Dr. Fiyako, to come in with his team to file the nomination. And then the third person being Dr. Konedu Apreko, whom we know is going for his second, ter- uh, I mean the third term in this presidential race in the governing New Patriotic Party. Uh, initially he was actually the first person to arrive at the party office to file his nomination but his forms were not complete so the um, elections committee requested that goes back to uh, get all those documents intact and then return and resubmit so he has successfully done that and he has gone through the entire process I engaged him just a couple of minutes ago to find out uh, what actually transpired, and he said, oh, there was a missing document that they requested that he uh, attaches to the form in which he has done. It wasn't anything uh, serious So, blessed, as we speak now, we have three filing nominations today whom I mentioned earlier, but in total, we have five of them. We know the former Trace and Industry Minister, Kojo Alanchamantin, was the first person to file his nomination, followed by the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud baumia and the third person being Dr. Akoto Efie, followed by the energy uh, former energy minister uh, Boachi Ejako, and the fifth one being Dr. Konedu Apreko. So there are now five who have, uh, I mean, successfully filed their nomination, remaining six, uh, 11 actually picked the forms to contest the MPP presidential race. So at the moment, the party of is back to normal uh, because uh, all the supporters have dispersed and the election committee too is also wrapping up its work to close for the day. We are not expecting any aspirants to come in and the election committee too is also wrapping up its work to close for the day. We are not expecting any aspirants to come in. The skills and knowledge to tout exciting attractions of the country to foreigners. Deputy Minister for Tourism. Oh.
6: Uh, but, uh, yes, 11, uh, as we're picking up. But now you only have five. Do we have any indication uh, as to whether or not the rest will, will also pick up? Because that will have an implication.
7: Yeah, so what well, if the remaining six will file their nominations or not, do they have uh, picked forms? I engaged the director of um, elections, Evans Nemako, earlier, to find out from him whether they have gotten indication from the remaining, um, whether they will come to form. He says they've not gotten that. But they... The nominations are still opened till the 24th of June. So, blessed we have about a week to go, and we are still pitching camp to see how the developments will go.
6: We are your election headquarters, and we'll keep monitoring um, the nominations as they unfold. Uh, but for now, five in all. Samuel Mbua, my colleague, uh, joining us from the headquarters of the NPP. And, in fact, one man was there when his candidate, or preferred candidate, um, found uh, the nominations. I'm talking about Honorable Kenwood uh, so who is the former uh, voter... Of the new patriotic party rooting for Dr. Kutufri. Thank you for, mm-hmm. for joining us. I will be coming Pleasure. to you shortly. Professor uh, Saydu Alidu is um, the head of the political science department at the University of Ghana, joining uh, the conversation. And uh, of course, we'll be going on as we have more rank and file of the party joining us. But uh, thank you, sir, for spending some time with us again. Thank initially, you were not done with the process, so you were not too confident at that time that your candidate or your preferred candidate will go through. Now, he succeeded one nomination. So how does that make you feel that he's part of the first five to have done that? Yeah, that
10: is um, very encouraging mm-hmm. and refreshing too because the requirements uh, are stringent, and having, you know, fulfilled all the requirements, that alone is encouraging.
6: Give uh, us hope. I, I hope, uh, you say. Uh, but you've seen the names so far. Yeah, There is... Um, Alan who, who's been long waiting in the line to uh, become president. Then we have also the vice president, for instance, uh, uh, joining the race. You, you saw the crowd, the, the, the mom of gathering during the That is numbers game, yes, you know? the numbers game. Yes, a numbers game indeed. Yeah. At, that at I should scare stage, you to say, well, I won't follow Dr. No, Free no, anymore. I'll just uh, the jo- jo- join. The <laughs> race
10: not as sweet, not as strong. <laughs> at this stage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we are looking at targets. Okay. And that target is the delegates. We yeah. haven't got into the multipliers mm-hmm. yet. No, but, we shall uh, be numbers. She saw the numbers at those the not, right? for for us the yes. veterans it is not scary. Really? Of course, yes, because if you bring a thousand people and not even one of them have a uh, you know, would cast a vote. Right. You know, we are not scared by that. We'll get the numbers, you know, when the time is due. I mean in the fullness of times, mm-hmm. we'll be talking about numbers. For now, our target is the delegates. Mm-hmm. Our uh, delegates, we know their characteristics. Kind of I mean, they are not even people who will come in the open to, you know,
6: shout for you when you are just... So nothing to worry this. about? We are uh, not ju- worried about that. Just look at it. the names that were around when, yes. of course, uh, the Vice President uh, decided to pick up his phone. And, and no need... Uh, I'm not f- fixated on him because yeah. of any particular reason, but because of... Um, the fact that you're saying, well, these are some of the people who don't even mm-hmm. have a voting right. But, but the MPs have a voting right. For instance, we had uh, about 120 you know, MPs for, you for know, the Vice you President, know, you know, so, so so then, the, the numbers are there, isn't it? I
10: mean, they form just a fraction of, you know, okay. those who are going to cast their votes. Mm. And uh, we have seen all of that in the past, and it's not about the first time, you know, we are seeing people being whipped into line, mm-hmm. you know, to do the kind of things. We are saying mm. we are saying the decision lies with the you know the, the delegates mm. and at this stage we are talking about a special electoral college. Mm. That would be. Of course, I am confident and hopeful that others, that's other big names that have not even filed yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen. Uh, you know, But the biggest people. is the
6: vice president. You agree?
10: That couldn't be the biggest. Mm. And if you are looking at it of the terms of the, terms the, of the number, mm. the numbers that they have mm. you know marshaled mm. for the filing, that is not a big deal today we were going to file on the quiet? But there were supporters, people who have the votes, who defied the early money downpour to be present at the party headquarters on their own volition. Not even a single bar or taxi was placed at the disposal of anybody. But you saw the trunk of, you know, crowd that came to meet, you know, doctors filing of nominations today. It was huge. We, we less, you know, thought that could happen. On people's coalition. you know more constituency chairman particularly from greater Accra and nearby you know constituencies came to greet us in spite of any early, early money that is indicative and these are the people who have the votes and those are the people we are counting at this stage not, not, the, crowd. not the crowds in the streets yeah
6: <laughs> well I understand that Dr. kabiru Mahama who is a technical advisor at the office of the vice president is also joining the conversation uh, Dr. Uh, Mahama, you, you've, you've had a the point. Uh, there are more and more people joining the race now. Uh, it's now five. Are you still confident that that crowd you brought to the headquarters is an indication that your candidate is, is the best out of the names we're hearing of? Uh, so Mahama, you'd have to
1: unmute so, so we can get the point. Just, you're yeah, so good
18: afternoon and uh, good afternoon to my colleague in your studio. From the camp of uh, Dr. Akoto. Like I mentioned, uh, the vice president is, is a Democrat, in fact, a liberal Democrat for that matter. He believes in competition, and before he even files, his view is that 11 people, 10 other people are going to file with him. If at the end of the day we don't get the, uh, the, the 10 other people filing with him, the better. However, the number of people filing is not uh, something that worries the vice president. He's focused on the campaign, and he's been on the on, on the tour after the submission, and there is no really change in it. And the confidence that we will win the election is still, still intact.
13: Mm. So, uh,
6: but then now, but you, then see then the now you see the caliber of people who are joining. For instance, uh, Dr. Dr. Kotuofiri, uh, who was then the um, minister. For culture. He was also serving on the economic management team. Don't forget that the vice president lauded so much, indicating that the party has the men. If you have such an individual joining the race, uh, that, that would be a force to contend with, isn't it?
17: The,
18: the, the confidence of the vice president or the team uh, in the camp of the vice president is not dependent on any one of single people. We have sized all of them. We know who they are capable of. We know their support base. The Vice President understands his support base as well. So their participation in the race is not is not something us Dr. Akoto is a man who has served the government well, he has served party well, and being part of the contest only makes it good. But that is not to say that the vice president team or campaign team would be would be shivering because we have the person of Doctor Akoto joining the race or Alan Chairman or for that matter another person. Mm.
6: I see. Uh, so there you have Dr. Kabir Mahama pointing out that well, it's a good name, but yeah. they are, they are not shivering at all. Yeah. So what difference will uh, Dr. Doc, uh, Femi make in this race? Uh, have you done some research? Because he was pointing out to the surveys that, are, as being fake. You, we I have, recall, I hmm. wish uh, looked at yeah.
10: the caliber of persons who actually signed our nomination forms. Hmm. We have increased cross in this country. But several last week, and when we picked our form last three weeks, we didn't just bus people to Accra to come and fill the forms. We went to all the 16 regions of this country, and the enthusiasm, the number of people who have been offering to be part of Dr. Koto's campaign, the number of people who have offered to sign his nomination forms, but we could pick only 10 from a region. That is assuring. That is refreshing. The fact remains that we are working with targets. We know those who constitute the special, I mean, let yeah. college, yes. and we have the numbers. Mm. That is what is giving us the confidence, mm.
6: and not the numbers in the space. And when you say that, it's a still, okay, it's a rhetoric. You're yes. just putting that out there. There's mm-hmm. no figure, no science to back it. You've, I'm sure you've been carrying out your own scientific research yes, because Dr. Fee was pointing out to yeah. the fact that the ones that are already out
20: This summer, go to the movies Projected on the side of a mountain Discover a new favorite restaurant Your campsite Find yourself When you lose your signal Discover a new playlist Mother Nature Make your summer special at the Kia Summer Sales Event With a dependable Kia SUV or powerful sedan Kia movement that inspires
2: call 800-333-4KIA for details always drive safely event n7523
6: because well, the, well, well, the university uh-huh. uh, is it's it's a research position. Because, I know that. Yes. But, but
11: what of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Mark Bedou Abwaje on development and lending could be affected because of the impact of the domestic debt exchange program on the operations? Grateful, Mark, you could join me on the marketplace. We've um, heard the uh, president of the Association of Bankers, uh, John Duwade, What do you make of that development? Because our strategy. Mm-hmm.
10: Is to surprise the party at the special delegate conference, and then we will rock. Then the game, the numbers game. There is a danger in that one. Why? Mm-hmm. The, the, there is no. There
6: are some candidates sense. advantage? More,
10: more but people than will that. definitely will always take advantage mm-hmm. of you know their offices and you know the incumbency, whatever you want to call it. Somebody was complaining the other time about the fact that the rally was held in the party. I do not see, see anything wrong with that right. because. Today, after filing, we took advantage of the party's conference room to address the media. We have done so. We are not scared, but everybody has its own approach to you know the campaign. The strategies differ. That is the point. The strategies differ. We are working with targets. This is the stage we are, especially. We are pretty sure that we are going to have more than five people. So when we scale through the stage one okay where we are sure to be among at least the first two or first three then we will rock from so so you're not confident of being number one at least first two that that, that's your target that is the scientific thing We want to be very scientific (laughs) you have been very scientific Mm -hmm. and and the first to be the vice president the vice president i mean first or second he could be first uh-huh. the and second. then your candidate counts. Yes. So, so, may not only, necessarily
6: win the elections.
10: Not this, in what terms? There's two tiers. Mm-hmm. The psychology right. of the larger number okay. is different from the psychology <laughs> of the smaller number. And there is a reason so why all you're not,
6: seeking for is to cross, first of all, that you, special, the delegates. special
10: delegates conference with mm-hmm. a good showing. Mm-hmm. Then you can boost people's confidence. Then people can begin to understand that. All they have seen in terms of numbers do no matter at
6: this stage. That is the point. Uh, Dr. Kabir Mahama, the, the, the point about the numbers, did you pass all these people there? And, you know, there are questions as to how maybe the vice president is using his office uh, to take advantage of, of, of the internal race. W- why not have a plane filled? I,
18: uh, I mean, uh, when uh, Alan Chaman team a number of people followed. No one asked where he got the people from. Mm. When the vice president is filing, and there was an eruption of the grassroots, there was a massive The euphoria was so high, and people came across the country, even from the diaspora, to support the vice president. People are raising questions. And for me, I understand. I understand because if you are in a competition and your rival or your competitor seems to have some advantage. By way of numbers, by way of sheer number of MPs who are supporting your arrival, your, your you have concerns. But anyway, man, listen, this is a contest, and a contest, a vice president, even let's even assume, that, let's even assume he has decided to pass people to the ground. What prevents other candidates from doing that, you know? So, I mean, someone's strategy should not be your concern. How do you also be able to send a, well, how are you able to send a signal? To the people, to know that look, they are in support of you. So, But, but are you but even sure, matter, are, are
6: you but, even sure but, that these numbers matter uh, to, to uh, the special delegates' conference, first of all, and also the larger group of the delegates who will be electing? They would have the, the voting rights to decide who becomes the leader.
18: brother, you'll be a political new fight to think that 120 parliamentarians supporting you doesn't mean anything. You'll be tickling yourself and be laughing at you at the wrong side of your mouth if you think that. Members of the diaspora boarding their own ticket, coming all the way, coming to support the process, doesn't mean anything for the contest. You to be tickling yourself. If constituency, election, I mean, executives, area coordinators, police, executive, who you speak, I mean, whom you people interviewed at the ground, then they declare their support for the vice, but you think they don't matter, then you are not in the contest. Okay? So, I mean, the numbers matter. The caliber of the numbers matter. The the, the, the the characteristics of the people behind you they all matter in an election. So anyone thinking that we, I mean the numbers don't matter and they are doing targeting, I'm I'm sure that is their own strategy. You don't we don't have any right to question their strategy. But I yeah, think so that... actually doesn't
10: make us, <laughs> doesn't make us new, fights? <laughs> new fights. Right. It is rather a neo fight mm-hmm. who will think that at this stage you could bring everybody from the streets, you know, to shout at party headquarters and that will translate into votes. The point are is that, that these people do not do not matter at this stage. Mm. That is the point that we are not concerned about the numbers anyway. Our camp is not concerned about those numbers. We are not concerned about those numbers. Our strategy is to work towards targets. Mm. And when it comes to numbers, we'll get there. And we'll see whether we'll be able to you know, mobilize the numbers or not. Okay, <laughs> That's why I said that it is their strategy. Their strategy, but not being a neophyte. are not Our neophyte.
18: Because anybody
10: would think that if you got a vice vice president, he would win. You have had a vice president in a contest before, 2008. Mm That's a vice president in a contest. You have seen people who were whipped to lie. You have seen all of those
8: things before.
6: Dr. Mahama? Dr. Mahama? Okay. Looks like we've lost. Dr. Mahama, are you still there with (laughs) us?
18: I'm with you, I'm with you. Yes, yes, so then, we'll ask you briefly. Uh-huh. The point I'm making is that, the, making is that the, vice president, the Vice President filed his nomination. The numbers that came to support the Vice President is important. The Vice President was mindful of the fact that we have a special delegates conference that will probably come on before the main delegate conference. The Vice President coming to file his nomination from, with the support of the majority of members of the majority, I mean, caucus of parliament being behind they all matter. That is of his emphasis on them. These are the people <laughs> who, who, are will the way, who, any, who will in any way vote in the special delegate conference. And people are being moderate. It's okay. I, I mean, when you listen to him, he's basically trying to say that we are privileged to be part of the first five, which is okay. You can, some people will not do anything, but still be part of the okay. first five, because at the end of the day, the majority of the voters, I mm-hmm. mean, if three people work hard and the third person just only put their hand on the track, the track will move anyway. Okay,
6: okay. so, here, here's, so the, okay. here's the case. Since you're talking about the five, we know that that's all we have for now. So granted, there won't be any special uh, Congress, but the likelihood of a sixth person joining the race is six high. So. Yeah, six or more, right. So if that happens, are you still confident? Would you want the special delegates... Uh, Conference approach because many are praying that you avoid that.
18: Look, the special delegates conference is the constitutional provision, right? I would be happy, and many of the candidates who will be poor, who have filed their nomination, would be happy that we, do are not, we don't go to the situation where we'll have a special delegate conference a lot of energies will be expended, a lot of salvados will be thrown, and some people will not be able to contain the momentum, the heat of the campaign, and their words and utterances will jeopardize the whole campaign. So those of us on this side would believe that, look, we can avoid unnecessary drama, we can avoid unnecessary, I mean, internal rivalry, if we are able to do our special delegate program. Mm. But that said, that said, if many people are expressing interest, if more than five people have expressed interest, Democrats as we are, liberal Democrats as we are, we are, we are the Constitution provides that. Article okay. of the Constitution says that we must go for a Special Delegate Conference. And we are ready and we are okay. prepared
10: to have that.
6: Okay, then. Um, thank you for joining
18: no us. There will yes. be no
10: winners. There will be no winners. Even though there will be losers, there will be no winners in the Special Delegate Conference. Mm. So that is just to see the numbers. Okay? The main conference, contest is mm-hmm. contest, the national one. Take place in
6: November. I mean, what's your candidate bringing on board, Dr. Free? For many yeah. um, who do not know about him and how well known he is within the NPP, yeah, he's
10: well known within the party itself. Probably he's not made so much noise. Are about you saying about course, that? Because, because, because very, yeah, you know, we hear very, all the names very. around. Mm. He's among the candidates, he's the most approachable. He's one person that most party people, serious party people, can relate with. I have accompanied him to several places, including Parliament, mm. last week. Okay? He's approachable and has been doing his work on the quiet. So when the records come out, you know, like we have filed,
6: then the party will... Come okay. make what's at stake to in the party? I'm asking that because many candidates have, have, have campaigned to say, okay, I did this for the party. I supported the NPP this way. The, his, background, his background
10: is okay. Is NPP is our tradition. His father is one of those founders of our tradition. Our our right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then beyond that, as an individual, he's con- he's been a member of Parliament. He's you know been a ranking member on the Food and Agriculture Committee of Parliament, and all of that. He's been the chairman of the manifesto committee of the you know that brought us to power. Mm-hmm. And all of that, he's an agricultural economist, a member of the economy management team. So he has a very strong background. And his vision, These two front vision: One is for the party, one is for the nation. The one for the party is to build a strong, vibrant, independent, financially independent party. A party that can stand on its own, mm-hmm. whether in government or in opposition. Okay. That is... The party's the, message. The, the party's vision mm-hmm. and it's been driven. I mean that division is been right. driven, mm-hmm. you know, his bid for this. Right. Then he thinks that we have the comparative advantage as far as agriculture is concerned. He said that we haven't even scratched the surface. The surface of the advantages that agriculture holds for this country. If cocoa being that was brought to this country in somebody's pocket, who have become the mainstay of our economy then what about other tree crops articles, something like rubber but, but, that will give us more yeah. okay it hasn't we haven't given it the necessary attention we yeah. haven't given it the public resource commitments
6: but, but while you're doing objectives. all of this i hope that as say campaign you're mindful of the fact that you have an opposition party that had a relatively smoother role in picking their next leader. They are far ahead of you in terms of selecting a candidate. Uh, you do not want to drag the process by bringing on board very big names you know, that, that, like Dr. Ekoto who, who, who may have an impact on the elections. That will further delay your, your chances as a political party to quickly reorganize and get a candidate. Most Don't you think so? The
10: farmers in this country identify more of Dr. Kotu than anybody else. When you hear all other candidates speak, whether he's opposition candidate or party candidates, they all talk and talk about agricultural revolution. Mm. But the one who has the background, the right mix, the exposure, the experience, okay, to lead that agricultural revolution is Dr. He has the background. He has the mix. All right. The experience. He understands the science and the data. As far as agriculture unlocking our prosperity and using agriculture to finance our development, our education. Cocoa money brought education to Ghana. So rubber can give us more than cocoa and all other tree crops that is successfully established into an authority to manage. That is exactly what we are talking about. All right. And his investments will soon begin to show. Mm. And we'll see that when the starts.
6: Of course. We're grateful, uh, Chairman Kenwood, for joining us. Thanks for for the opportunity. uh, Once again. Thank you. Well, let's stay on politics because the National Democratic Congress is uh candidate in the Asin North by election. James Jachik Quason has described the A schedule of hearings into the criminal uh, case against him as a ploy by the executives uh, and uh, also the governing party to intimidate him. On February 12, 2022, the state charged Mr. Kwasin with five counts of deceit of a public officer forgery of a passport and knowingly making a false statutory declaration. Perjury and false declaration. The courts presided by Justice Mary uh, Yazoo uh, has announced that the case will be heard on a day-to-day basis, beginning uh, Tuesday, June twenty. Uh, reacting to the latest uh, twist of events, James Atiku says the development does not scare him.
21: I said it. Even they want to give me a bedroom in the court was also wait for me hmm. they want if they want me to see me in court every hour which means I can't leave they should give me a chamber to sleep there I'm still going to stand strong and tall and fight for my people so for Jm and uh, Muhammad and those guys they all understand they all understand what I want to do for a sinner for my people so for Jm and uh, Muhammad and those guys they all understand they all understand what I want to
8: do for a sinner yes. Our fundamental cost to deliver
21: one MB of data. How many mm. have
8: mm.
21: found? I not I don't know. I do a know. I I I I I question. I I I you know what I mean? Because they mean a lot to me. Let alone I may buy me for five communities. Yes, Your question. Which I may Canada, may buy Three years ago, and no damage And nothing can change it. The only time I bet me as someone I seen not people say they are taking their mandate away from me. My job is done. But so long as they stand behind me, I'll never relent. Mm-hmm. And then, the people and in Canada, me call community, they call the 11th. They're surprised, they say, I'll be wrong. They're
16: surprised,
21: they say, I'll be wrong. They're
6: not that's uh, a confident James Jachi uh, Kwasin indicating that uh, he will not be perturbed by the Uh, case in court uh, and also affirming that he has a vision for the people of Asin North uh, and uh, once he gets re-elected, that's the plan he will execute after relocating and reintegrating from Canada into the Ghanaian community. Uh, Yesterday, the youth of uh, Daboya in uh, the Savannah region poured onto the streets demanding the removal of uh, police personnel deployed there to maintain law and order. The anger follows what they say is the abuse of some uh, six persons who were arrested by the police following the...
20: This summer, go to the movies, projected on the side of a mountain. Discover a new favorite restaurant, your campsite. Find yourself. When you lose your signal, discover a new playlist, Mother Nature. Make your summer special at the Kia Summer Sales Event with a dependable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. Kia, movement that inspires.
2: Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Event ends 7523.
10: All party candidates, they will talk and talk about agricultural revolution, but the one who has the background, the right mix, the exposure, the experience, Okay to Lead that agricultural revolution is Dr. Akoto. He has the background, he has the mix, all right. the experience, he understands the science and the data as far as agriculture unlocking our prosperity, and using agriculture to finance our development, right. our education. Cocoa money brought education to Ghana. So, rubber can give us more than cocoa and all other tree crops that is successfully established into you know, an authority to manage. That is exactly what we are talking about. All right. And his investments will soon begin to show.
6: Mm. And we'll see that when yes, the race we it. starts. Of course. We're yes. grateful, uh, Chairman Kenwood, for joining us. Thanks for the uh, opportunity. On, on Once the again. Yeah. Your, thank you. stay on politics because the National Democratic Congress is uh, a candidate in the assentance North by-election. James Jachik Kwasin has described the uh, schedule of hearings into the criminal uh, case against him as a ploy by the executives uh, and uh, also the governing party to intimidate him. On February 12, 2022, the state charged Mr. Kwasin with five counts of deceit of a public officer forgery of a passport and knowingly making a False statutory declaration, perjury, and false declaration. The courts presided by Justice Mary uh, Yazoo uh, has announced that the case will be heard on a day-to-day basis, beginning uh, Tuesday, June 20. Uh, reacting to the latest uh, twist of events, James Atikoyin says the development does not scare him.
21: I, I said it. Even they want to give me a bedroom in the court will still wait for me hmm. they want if they want me to see me in court every hour which means I can't leave they should give me a chamber to sleep there I'm still going to stand strong and tall and fight for my people so for J.M. and uh, Muhammad and those guys they all understand they all understand what I want to do for a for my people so for Jm and uh, Muhammad and those guys they all understand they all understand what I want to do for a sinner Peace.
8: Our fundamental cost to deliver one MB of
21: data. Pull, pull, pull in the yes. How many people are to do need your question to so schedule? time 11 to 1 mafia and buy, that's buy. You know what I mean? Because they mean a lot to me. Later, I'm going me buy for five communities. Yes. Your question. Vishnu, I'm Canada. to be in Canada three years ago. And nothing can change it. The only time I bet me, as someone, I send out people, say they are taking their mandate away from me. My job is done. But so long as they stand behind me, I'll never relent. And then, the Omopaby mm-hmm. and Canada me call community be better than at your level. I'm surprised that I'm a bedroar. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm
6: going
21: to say, am going to say, I'm
6: uh, that's uh, a confident James uh, Jachi indicating that uh, he will not be perturbed by the uh, case in court uh, and also affirming that he is efficient for the people of Asin North, uh, and uh, once he gets reelected, that's the plan he will execute after relocating and reintegrating from Canada into the Ghanaian community. Uh, Yesterday, the youth of uh, Daboya in uh, the Savannah region poured onto the streets demanding the removal of uh, police personnel deployed there to maintain law and order the anger follows what they say is the abuse of some six uh, persons who were arrested by the police following the violent clashes in the Lukula area earlier this month, correspondent Isaac. Some six uh, persons who were arrested by the police following the violent clashes in the Lukula area earlier this month, correspondent Isaac. Transactions
11: across the globe, really, the yuan share in that is just about 2%, really. So in terms of acceptability, the p- other people you will trade with uh, would they be so willing to accept the, the yuan for
6: payment for goods and services, really? Those are things we need to concerns led, led to this um, protest uh, as, as we know it.
11: Yes, for businesses and all of that if if it's a lot different when it comes to a country and it's a lot different when it comes to individuals mm-hmm. if you have a source of
6: Respondents from across Africa with news analysis, interviews and conversations from the rest of the continent. If you look at successive opinion polls, right.
11: Peter Obi seems to be leading. But the question is if the security insecurity causes a low voter turnout, would it impact on the fortunes of the
6: candidate? Join us on Connect Africa on the Joy News Channel. Apologies uh, for the hiccups there, and we'll try and see if we can uh, re-establish connections with our uh, reporter, Isaac Nonya, who's uh, monitoring uh, that development for us, um, which uh, evolved yesterday with the youth of Daboya in the Savannah region uh, poured into the streets, demanding the removal of uh, some police personnel in relation to a protest there. Isaac, if you can hear me, I was asking earlier about uh, the background and what may have led to this um, uh, protest. What more can you say? We seem to be uh, having a challenge. Okay, uh, so the videos and visuals you see here and some of the individuals who were uh, abused uh, and uh, the reason for which uh, the youth for the area are asking uh, for uh, a swift intervention by the leadership of the police, um, Ghana Police Service, uh, will definitely uh, be in that community monitoring all that's uh, happening for you. But we can uh, also uh, take a listen to some of the leading figures of uh, the youth group uh, making their appeal uh, earlier, but uh, Isaac is joining us uh, this time around. Isaac, what more can you report And what's the basis of the demand? Yes,
17: there are a for West 1. They are not uh, against the arrest of anybody suspected to be behind the attack of the police. But when you, are, you arrest anybody in town, don't talk mm-hmm. to person to the that the person is injured or bleeding. And i give it three answers where on the 2nd of June, three, three other who were arrested from Likula, were arrested, and they are still on admission. On the town of June, about 100 states when they were arrested, they said they were useless and tortured. And then just this weekend, three others were also arrested, they were also arrested, and one is still on admission. So in all, all those who were arrested and are on bail, you still have about four of them seriously injured and are undergoing treatment, and I come you so they are saying, look, if we are a human being, arrest us, but stop the brutality, stop the inhuman treatment of our people. So they turn to the that the fear among the people, and many of them, the young men, are living in the bush and in the forest. So they want to actually stop IDP and the president to come on board and let them keep attacking people, arrest them, take them to the law, and let them the end of the day, the law whatever for whatever that is. Hmm.
6: Uh... Uh, so, beyond this, um, what's the police saying about all that's happening?
17: The police are mean about the situation. They will respond to either the media or the pro- they protesters. Yesterday, they, were, they made the thing available. They received a decision that was presented by the youth, And all the tolders that they will respond to them from above.
6: Grateful. Uh, Isaac Noya joining us uh, with the latest on the Lukula clashes.
4: as novas
16: iniciativas vamos a um show do show do
6: So staying with us here on The Pulse, we'll return with some more. Please stay.
15: his house and sellers of his cars give him a percentage for every contract he brings my opponent sits here and turns against the motion for 170 for making money legally wrong the biggest debate competition in Ghana is bad. Which side do you represent? For or against the motion? Stay glued to your superstation Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime as we bring to you the biggest stage where schools in Ashanti show their prowess through debate. Rally behind your alma mater to glory as gallant young men and women from the various senior high schools in Ashanti elucidate their stance on matters of national interest.
8: Venue is the Christian Service University College
15: Catch us live on Love 99.5 FM on Facebook at Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime, 2pm each day. The Love from High Schools debate, trumpeting the voice of young ones on issues of national interest. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, via Ashanti Regional SRC and the Regional Directorate of Ghana Education Service, Ashanti and CHAS.
8: This program is in partnership with Pepsodent. Rasta Choco Molds from Twilium Industries Christian Service University College Jackson Educational Complex Cowbell Madame Catherine Frightall and Fortune Rise from Wilma And sponsored by Zest Consult Pidato Company Limited CBS Industries Top Choco Ultimate Fashions Flora Tissues Supported by HD, the new exciting football channel is now available only on HD+, and brings you football from around the world. Watch Sadio Mane and Daniel Kuvitre in the top weekly match of the Bundesliga 1 and DFB Cup. Premier Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional. see Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as Daily Sports News every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV and many more. Feely Feely on HD+, Plus channel 151. Agonaede, HD+, Plus, the Feely Feely experience.
15: Big Chef is back! A new edition with a new twist, new recipes, a new style, new delicious plates, and new critics. This is Big Chef Teshery. It's a battle of Ghana's tertiary schools with the best chefs with the sharpest knife. Make a date, Sunday, twenty fifth of June, twenty twenty three, at five pm, as we outstall the schools representing your region at the launch of the maiden edition of Big Chef Teshery.
6: Starting this soon on Joy News, we connect you to the rest of the continent on Connect Africa with me, Blessed Suga. The issue about loss and damage reparations. Uh, how is the West receiving such a call from especially African leaders? You know, the losses is actually being borne by African countries. I will be here live from the Join News studio, speaking to our affiliates and correspondents from across Africa with news, analysis, interviews, and conversations from the rest of the continent. If you look at successive opinion polls, right.
11: Peter Obi seems to be leading. But so the question is if the security- insecurity causes a low voter turnout.
9: Would it
6: impact on the fortunes of the candidate? Join us on Connect Africa on the Join News Channel. Last Week joining us is Aisha Ibrahim sat with uh, wife of late former vice president Kwesi Emisata Matilda so Emisata about uh, a new found love which is the work of uh, God. She is now a senior uh, member of the full gospel businessmen's fellowship. Uh, stay prepared to host an international conference here in Accra. Aisha sat with her.
16: Ghana will be hosting the 2023 version of the World Convention of the Full Gospel Business Men's Fellowship International on July 13. I mean, some 2,500 Christian businessmen and women from all uh, continents of the world are expected to congregate in Ghana for that meeting. We're lucky today to sit with the coordinator of the Ladies' Wing of the uh, Full Gospel uh, Businessmen's Fellowship. Uh, and she's no other person than um, Mrs. Matoba Emithapa. I'm glad to sit with you. How are you? I'm very well, thank um, you. What have you been up to?
19: I've been in my corner, minding my own business, <laughs> writing books and editing books okay. and training authors.
16: <clears> hmm. <throat> So, you are the national coordinator of the ladies' wing of the Full Gospel Business Men's Fellowship International. What what are ladies doing in a men's fellowship? Yes, the ladies in the fellowship
19: are called ladies of the fellowship. Okay. So, I'm the national coordinator of the ladies of the fellowship, Ghana. Okay. Full Gospel is predominantly a men's organization, Mm -hmm. as was given to the founder.
16: Okay.
19: Let me just put it in perspective for you. An Armenian American dairy farmer had a vision Mm -hmm. where God asked him to form a fellowship. Okay. Based on the fact that a lot of men would rather drop their families at church and not go to church okay. and go and sit in either hotels and drink or play golf and then after the church service go and pick their families mm-hmm. so in the vision God told Demos most shakarian to find these men and let them congregate where they go the hotels and talk about themselves and talk about God so that what they miss out from the church they would gain okay so that was the genesis of full gospel mm-hmm. so it was predominantly to men and that was how demons started this but along the line the men were coming with their wives okay. just not to us members but the wives would tag along and then the wives would serve the tea and the coffee and whatnot mm-hmm. gradually other women who were not spouses of the men who went to full gospel, also find their way there. So in 2012, the international office decided that something had to be done. And so the Ladies of the Fellowship was formed. And in Ghana, in 2013, it was inaugurated. So
16: just briefly to give you a background. Oh, wow, interesting. So um, the the women, how would you describe this one is it different from what we we've come to know as uh, women are glow how different is this one
19: women are glow is a women's fellowship okay full gospel is a men's fellowship Mm. men meeting sharing their testimonies ordinary men doctors lawyers plumbers teachers tailors teachers meeting talking about what god has done for them so that means that in full gospel you must be gainfully employed to be a member yeah. okay you must also be a christian however if another christian if you find your way there one of the things that will happen to you is you'll be helped to come to the saving knowledge of god okay. so men meet and talk about themselves And the women are part of the men. We work on chapter basis. So for example, in Ghana, we have chapters all over Ghana. I belong to the East Ligon chapter, and the chapter has men and women. Mm. So men hold positions. Women are not elected to positions, but women can be appointed. So for example, I was appointed national coordinator of the Ladies of the Fellowship, but I cannot become a chapter president. Yeah. So we, together with the men, meet once a week. We call it seminar meetings, where we talk about things to do with business because you know we are businessmen and women. So we have seminar meetings where we talk about different things like careers, we talk about um, marketing, we talk about finance, we talk about... Any social thing you can think of and then we also talk about spiritual things because okay. one of the things that happens in full gospel is when you come you will be empowered spiritually okay. for example if you don't know the gifts that you are endowed with mm-hmm. you will be helped to identify your gifts yeah. and you'll be trained in a way that you can use those gifts effectively for yourself and also to glorify god okay
15: so l- let's talk
19: about how effective the ladies have been in this fellowship so far with the ladies the a national executive and a national executive if you like overseas all the ladies affairs in the country okay. under the national executive we have various ministries we have a prison ministry a schools ministry We have an orphanage ministry, hospital ministry, maternity ministry. We have a market ministry. We have a publicity section. So, for example, under the schools ministry, every Friday, Mm. the team goes to schools to talk to the children, about God, morals, and things. We have a prison ministry where they visit the prisons, not just to donate food items and things, but also to engage the warders and the prisoners in talks as to how to change their lives. The maternity Ministry also does the same. The Hospital Ministry also does the same. So that is nationally what we do in every region we have a ladies coordinator, a regional ladies coordinator. And the regions, if you like, mirror what is done national. So that, for example, if we are going to, last month, for example, the prison ministry went to the second D prison. Instead of people going from Accra to go second D, the second D ladies of the fellowship will organize everything. And just a couple of people will go for Macra and it is done. Okay. Yeah.
16: Okay. So, um, how do you then um, respond to accusations that the fellowship in general, and that means the ladies and the men, have not really done much or have failed in the fight against corruption and immorality in our society? Are you saying that we are being accused of that? Yes. By who? Well, I mean, because it is one of your mm. core mandates or the, one of the things that you champion, people think that you really haven't done much in that direction.
19: You know, fighting against corruption and things takes different different forms. In the full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship, we have what we called unashamedly ethical
14: okay.
19: unashamedly ethical is a global movement that anybody can belong to okay. full gospel as a fellowship is a member of unashamedly ethical okay. and what unashamedly ethical stands for mm. is to help people in whatever business you are doing wherever you are to be ethical in what you do mm. therefore for example if you are a contractor and you are a member of full gospel, and you are also signed on to all national ethical. You make an understanding, you make a commitment that in your business you will follow ethical rules, and you will do your business ethically, and you will not cut any corners. Okay. That, in my view, it's working against corruption and everything.
14: Mm-hmm.
6: And I catch a full playback of that interaction with the former uh, wife, uh, the wife of the uh, former vice president, uh, the late Parkway C. Amy Santa, on all of our social media handles uh, and also here on the Join News channel. Uh, but just before we wrap up, we're still in that lead up to the National Science and Masquerade. The regionals are already underway uh, because uh, some city high schools in the Upper East region are gearing up uh, to stamp their presence in the 2023 National Science. And Moscow's uh, championship will definitely be watching this space and bring you some updates. But that's all we have uh, for you here on The Pulse. I am blessed so as can log on to myjoyonline.com. Lots of stories there for you to catch up on. Thanks for watching. Next is Let's Talk Showbiz. Bye-bye. The actor, actress in Africa...
15: A woman who we
19: have called our very own modern Yaa Satoa. A woman who, after a very random tweet on Twitter, led the biggest, I dare say, non-partisan protest in recent times. She's a movie producer, she's an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, a woman we all greatly admire. And just looking at everybody in this room, it's a full house. Everybody was on time. I can say we all have great respect for her. And because of that, before I say anything else, shall we all together give a very big round of applause to the woman of the moment, Ivor Nelson.
15: My mother, who had been tight-lipped for over 30 years, was now speaking. It was as if the fasting
19: and prayer had broken her spell of silence. Softened her heart and loosened her lips. Whatever that kept her from talking.